0: Chagiget of Number one, we are starting the new Parak, Parak Ein Doshen The Mishnah is going to discuss certain areas of Torah law that one is not allowed to teach and expound upon in small groups. So we start off by saying, Ein Doshin Ba'arais B'shloisha. One is not allowed to expound upon the laws of the forbidden relations in a group of three. The Mishnah's, uh, the simple understanding of the Mishnah is that it means three people, including the Rebbe, the Rebbe and two students. Uh, the Gemara is going to change the understanding of that, but for now we'll take it at face value V'lobe Maiseh Bereshis, one is also not allowed to expound upon the Maiseh Bereshis, the act of of the creation of the world, B'Shnaim, in a group of two V'lobe Merkova, one is also not allowed to expound upon the what's known as the chariot, the maisa Merkova, in the Navi Yechezkel, um, Kabbalistic Torah uh, there, uh, B'yachid, with only one person Unless he's a very wise person and he can understand things himself. Anyone who gazes, which means anyone who investigates and tries to study four things, it would be better that he wasn't brought into this world. What are those four things? What is above the world, what is below the world, what is in front of the world, and what is behind the world. There's a machoikis between Rashi and Tosis, whether in front and behind the world is talking geographically or chronologically. Either way, um, for those four things, better that he wasn't created. And the Mishnah ends off by saying, Anyone who doesn't have a mercy... For the honor of his Creator, for Hashem, Again, better that he wasn't created and brought into this world. The Gemara tells us Amras that we were told in the beginning, Merkava that one is not allowed to learn and teach the Meisa Merkava, the chariot of Yechezkel, um, in a group of one. And then it says, unless he's a very wise person who can understand things himself. Now, if he's expounding upon this area of Torah by himself as a yachid, obviously he's a wise person who can do it. So, why would the beginning of the Mishnah tell us he's not allowed to do it by himself, and then the Mishnah tells us that he is allowed to do it by himself? Says the Gemara. So, now we're going to change the understanding of the Mishnah. This is what the Mishnah means, and it's going to change all of the cases. Initially we understood that it meant that one is not allowed to expound expand upon the, um, the laws of the forbidden relations um, in a group of three, meaning Rebbe and two students. Now we're understanding that no, what it means is is one is not allowed to expound upon these laws to three people. Um, so it would be a Rebbe and three Talmudim. And similarly, we're going to change what it said by Maisa Beretius, the act of creation. One is not allowed to expound upon it. L'shnaim, to two people. Voloba Merkova le And one is not allowed to teach Maisa Merkova to an individual. And now it makes sense when the Mishnah tells us. Unless he's a very wise person and he can understand things himself. And he doesn't need to keep on asking the Rebbe to explain each detail. So one is not allowed to teach Arias, Um we understood it to be two, to two people, but now we, uh, now we understand the Gemara changed it one is not allowed to expound upon these laws to three people. My and what's the reason? So the Gemara is going to assume, first of all, that we're somehow deriving this law, this prohibition of teaching Arayas to three people. We're going to learn it out from Psukim, and then at the end we're going to learn it out from a logic. If you're going to say that we learn this law from the Pasuk which says, Ish ish, El Kol uh, the Pasuk referring to the forbidden relations, where it says, Ish ish, every man, El Kol to all of his relatives. Again, the, the the verse will end off saying that he's not allowed to um come close. And we're gonna see from this postik that it says, Ish ish, that's trey. that's two times, two men. Sha'abasoroi. A close relative is chad, is one. So two, two and one, is three. And then the end of the possek says, Do not come close to reveal the erva. And we're going to understand this as a hint to saying that if you have three people, one should not reveal the laws of um, erva, of forbidden relations. If that's the case, If that's the case, then there's other psukim which also say ish ish. So if every time it says ish ish, we're going to assume that it's ta- that that it's talking about the that the verse is only relevant to two people. Then what about over here where it says ish ish ki el every man ish ish when he curses his god, or ish ish ashayite in mizara or every man ish ish who gives his child to Moilech, to kills his child in the in the service of a of a false god. Hachinami, will we also say that those prohibitions only apply to two people because it says Ish Ish? So again, if we're learning that the Posuk by Arias which says ish, ish Ish is coming along to tell us the number of people, then also by over here, in these prohibitions of cursing Hashem and, and Avoid a zara, it may be, it also means that you're only transgressing if you do it in a couple of people, with two people. rather, that can't be the understanding. Those words Ish ish in the other Psukim by Moilich and by um and by cursing Hashem, they're coming l'rabois Es Hanachrim. It's coming to include the non-Jew in those prohibitions. Shumuzarin Al because they are also warned and prohibited from they call it blessing Hashem. It's really a euphemism for cursing Hashem. They are not allowed to curse Hashem, Vaal Avoidazarah, and also prohibited um, on a Vod- uh, to, uh, for a Zarah, ke Yisrael, just like a Jew. So, hainomi, so too over here, when we're talking about the Arais, mi we need the words, ish, ish, every man, rabbi to include the non-Jew, shemusar al ha who are also commanded against the prohibitions of the forbidden relations, Yisrael, just like a Jew. So, we tried to learn out from those words, ish, ish, that that's coming along to tell us that one is not allowed to teach it to a small group of people. However, it's clear that the words Ish Ish is actually coming along to teach us that the prohibition um, of a rice applies equally to a Jew and a non Jew. Ella, rather, the source for this law in our Mishnah of teaching to a small group, midichsiv, comes from the postak which says Ushmartem es mishmarti, guard my safeguarding, says Hashem. Ushmartem now Ushmartem is a plural. You shall God, You, plural, shall God, Trey, that's two. Mishmarti, my safeguard, is had is one. So therefore we see three. And then Hashem says, To not do these um, wicked and despicable actions. So we're learning here that one should not engage in the teaching of Arias to three people. But if that's the case, Elo Another Pasuk also says, es HaShabbos. You, plural, must keep the Shabbos. So if we're going to say that means that the, the verse applies to two people, then we should also say the same by Shabbos. And similarly, es HaMatzos, You shall guard the Matzahs by, uh, by Pesach. So too, it should, only be, uh, it, it should apply by two people. And similarly, by the avoided in the base of Minkdush. it says, And you shall guard the Mishmer HaKodesh, the, the the service of, of the holy. Hachinami. So too, should we also say that these um, laws only apply um, to two people. Ella, Amar Ravashi, rather, Ravashi says, We cannot learn this law in our Mishnah from Psukim. So he says, "My ain ba arais bishloisha. What does it mean when the Mishnah says that one is not allowed to teach and expound upon the laws of the forbidden relations um, to, to three people? It means, Ein arais It means one is not allowed to Darshan, one is not allowed to expound upon the hidden laws of the forbidden relations. There are certain forbidden relations which are not explicitly written in the Torah itself, they are derived. Through uh, through extra words and things like that, so he says that the prohibition only applies to those areas of arais. Now, my timer. What's the reason? So he says, Suvarahu, It's a basic logic. Why? Because be'trei, when you have two people, two talmidim, ki rabaihu, when two students would sit in front of their rebbe, shakul One of them's going to get into a conversation with his rebbe and the other one matsli udne. He's going to turn his ear and pay attention Legumara, to whatever the rebbe is saying. So he's not going to miss out. But But as soon as you have three people in the group, the rebbe teaching to three talmidim, chad shakul Bahadi Rabi, One of the Talmudim is going to start engaging with a in a conversation with the rebbe. And the other two are going to start talking, having a conversation with themselves. And they're not going to know what the Rebbe said about a certain law. What's going to happen, potentially? And they will mistakenly come to allow a forbidden relation, because they weren't listening to the Rebbe. So says the Gemara. If that's true, then then... Whenever you're teaching anything in Torah law, one should not teach to three people, because of this concern, it says the answers the Gemara. It says Aray is shiny. It's different when we're talking about the forbidden relations. Why To Amma Mar? Because Mar told us Gezel va that theft and the forbidden relations, both of those two areas of Torah law, Nafshe machma, Machmadasen umisavolehem that the a person desires and covets and wants. wants to be able to allow those types of things because there's a strong Sahara for theft and for forbidden relations. So therefore, this prohibition doesn't apply to all areas of Torah. Only Arias asks the Gemara, If that's the case, you've just told me that a person is more likely to misunderstand and allow forbidden things when it comes to Arias and Gezel. So then Gezel nami. Then we should also prohibit a teacher from teaching the laws of theft to a group of three for the same reason that we don't want to do it by Arias. Answers the Gemara, Arias, Bain Baphon of Bain Shalom of Nafish Yitzrei. Says the Gemara that whether a person is confronted with a, a temptation of forbidden relations or not, whether it's in front of him or not, his Yitzhahara is, uh, is burning against him in that area. But Gezel, but when it comes to theft, only when the opportunity to steal is right in front of him, that's when the Sahara gets him. But when it's not in front of him, he's not going to have a strong Sahara. So to summarize, we said that in our Mishnah that there are certain areas of Torah law that one is not allowed to expound. The Gemara explained that it's, uh, one is not allowed to expound. In the case of a rice, we're starting with to three people. We tried to learn it out from Psukim, but it didn't work. And the end of the Gemara told us that really it's a logic that if one would teach Arais to three people while one of the Talmidim is listening to the Rebbe and talking to the Rebbe, the other two will get involved in their own conversation and they might possibly come to allow a forbidden relation. And again, this was only only a prob- prohibition when one was teaching the secret laws of Arais, meaning the hidden laws that aren't explicit in the Torah. We said, why Arais and not all other laws? Because there's a special Sahara for Arias and Gezel. So then why not Gezel? And we answer because gezel the yetsahara is only when one is uh, confronted with the opportunity to steal. However, arayas forbidden relations, the yetsahara um, is uh, uh, is always there, even in the classroom. In this case.